Hello and welcome to Forward, a podcast all about moving forward in the direction of our dreams. I am your host, Lydia Morales. So whether you are running, stumbling, or crawling forward, I am here for you. We're going to figure it out together and do amazing things. And make sure you sign up for my newsletter so you can get notified when a new episode airs and you'll get live updates and behind the scenes with me every week. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode on Forward. I'm really happy for you to be here and I have an amazing guest for you today. I am like in awe of her. So this is Amanda Kernahan and she is the founder of Remember Grams. Hi Amanda, how are you doing today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing really well. It's a very cold, snowy day where I am, but. Oh my, where are you? I'm in Western New York and it is so cold today. It's like a negative 20 wind chill. So oh my goodness. Staying inside. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Amanda, um, I would love to hear about your journey. I would love to hear about um how your business and life looks like right now. So why don't you let us know a little bit about what you do and um just your story. Sure. Uh, Well, if you want to know what my life looks like right now, I would say that it's very chaotic looking from the outside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm an entrepreneur and so I have my own business, but I also work full time at a regular uh, nine to five type job because I am still building my business to um, support, to build it to a place where it can support our family. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm working full-time, fitting in everything for my business into all the cracks and crevices that I can. And my business is like a one-person show. So I do all of the marketing. I do all of the production, the design, and the shipping all Mm -hmm. on my own. And um, I am also raising two kids. So it's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But if I, if you want me to go back and explain what my business is and where it came from, I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. So the listeners can get a background of you. Yeah. So my business is called Remembergrams, and it basically is a place where people can go to provide grief support to others. So if you have a friend or a family member who you know has lost someone, is grieving, then you can go there and get ideas for what you could do for them. And one of the main things that I do is make personalized or custom sympathy cards. So um, I encourage people to upload photos to tell me a little bit about the person who passed away. So for our custom cards, they're completely individualized. And so sometimes people will tell me like, oh, um, actually one example is someone said, this woman, all I know about her, it's a friend's mom and she really, really loved Halloween. And so that was all I had to go on. And I designed four different cards Mm -hmm. and I used Halloween as like a theme, which is kind of tricky for a sympathy card. But Mm -hmm. when we picked the design, we sent it out, I heard back from them and they said that the card meant so much to the person who got it, that they actually brought it to the funeral with them to the burial and read the poem that I had written on the front of it at the burial. So I think that just is one example of like how meaningful the cards can be for people because they're not like a generic sympathy card that you get in the mail. Mm-hmm. But how this all came to be, I just wanted to give you some background on what it is first. How it came to be is that I 
lost my mom suddenly when I was in my 20s. I was 26 and she had a heart attack. She was 47 and it was very sudden, very unexpected. Mm -hmm. It was the first big loss I've ever had in my life. She was my best friend and I really, really had a hard time with it. So I struggled for about a year and Mm -hmm. then, you know, started moving forward with my life and I also have three brothers and my youngest brother was really struggling with her death. He was 15 when she died. And yeah. And so he ended up um, getting involved in drugs and he started using as a way of coping with her death. And it was a long journey to try and get him the help that he needed. And, and eight years after she passed away, unfortunately, he then passed away of an overdose. Oh my God. Yeah. And there's a lot that happened in between all of that time, of course. And so I found myself grieving again for my little brother. And about, I would say, a few years after he passed away, I was going through my office and I have just a whole box and it's filled with sympathy cards. It's from when my mom passed away, when my brother passed away. I'm very sentimental. So I keep a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this box, I just thought, God, they all look the same. You know, just so many of them say kind of the same thing. They all look the same. And I thought, you know, it's at the time, I think it was 2021. And I said, you know, it's 2021. How do we not have a better way of providing a a card to someone that's a little bit more meaningful? And I knew that for me, in those moments when I was really hurting, like what I wanted the most was something to do with that person I lost. So like a memory that somebody knew of them, um, a picture that I hadn't seen, or even a picture that I had seen, or something that had to do with who they were as a person. Uh, You know, everyone is so individual. And like, I just wanted a way that I could provide this for other people where it's not just something someone grabbed at the grocery store. And, you know, wrote a few standard lines in and sent to you, but something that they there was a lot of effort that went into and you can see the connection with the person who passed away. So I just had that idea sitting there and I have had a lot of different business ideas in the past. I, my dad's an entrepreneur. And so I've always been interested in starting my own business, but most of my ideas have been pretty out there or have a really large startup cost. And Mm -hmm. so this one I brought it to my dad and I explained, you know, what I was thinking. And he was very supportive from the very get-go. He's like, you have to do it. I think this is great. And I mentioned it to my husband and he also was like, you know, of all the ideas that you have come to me with, like, I think this one could be something and I think you should go for it. And so I did, I just like, I went full force and um, took it from nothing to where it is now. And it's Mm -hmm. been a really wild journey and scary and a lot of emotions, but it's also been really amazing. And I think it's really meaningful for me. Like everything I make, uh, I feel like there's a lot of meaning and value in it, which helps. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is such an incredible story. And, you know, just what you went through and, and being able to connect with the people that are grieving and knowing what what is something that would be meaningful to them and something they would cherish like that alone is is beautiful and I think you're providing like 
such an amazing service because you're right, people don't talk about this or people don't dive into this how, how you did. Um, and all the cards at Target do look the same. I mean, like, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just, I'm just in awe. Um, yeah, I, I think people because this is a really new concept for people. So that's been one of like my big challenges is explaining to people what this is and why it has value. Because I think if you haven't been through the experience, mm -hmm. you might not understand why, why would this be special to get something with a picture on it? Mm -hmm. And some people I've even noticed are a little nervous about sending something with a picture. And I'm not sure where that comes from. But once people order one and send it to someone, almost inevitably, the recipient reaches back out to that person and says, like, this is the most meaningful card I've ever gotten. Thank okay. you. And then they repeat and, and buy for other people. So I think it's just getting over that hurdle of wondering, you know, how will this be received? But I, I've seen nothing but like really warm responses from people. Oh, yeah, I feel like you're just going to revolutionize this, <laughs> this thing, because people want that, like you can see it, and you're getting the feedback. And I think it's really awesome. And I, I think that it's going to just take off for you. you oh, know? Thank you. I hope so. Uh, you know, today, actually, I was just making a card. And it was ordered for someone who lost a pet. And I have found that these are some of the most adorable cards that I've made are ones for pets. So that, yeah, and I just think that's another area that people don't always recognize. So, um, you know, I think sometimes people are shy to say that they're really hurting over their pet passing away. Mm -hmm. And so I, I encourage people to go that extra step and actually send a card like this for someone who's grieving the loss of a dog or a cat. And I think it, it goes a long way and it's pretty simple. I try to make it easy for people. So all you have to do is upload the picture and tell me what you're looking for, or we have templates that people can choose from. Mm -hmm. And then I do everything else. So I can, I get it in the mail for people. It goes in a little gift box. And so, Aww. yeah. My goodness, yes. And you do so much too. Like you take the time to customize it if that's what they want. And that's just so meaningful. Like, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did have, I had someone say, you know, how can you, you know, this is time consuming, right? And so you're charging, um, typically the custom cards are like $15.99, which includes the shipping fee and everything. And they're like, it's pretty time consuming. How are you, you know, going to make money from this and everything? But honestly, they're my favorite thing to do. Like, I love making them. I think they're fun. I think they're like important. And so the time that it takes really right now to me is not an important factor. It's just like making sure that I make the perfect thing that will mean the most to the person who gets it. Oh, yeah, and it brings you just joy to help them mm -hmm. with this, right? You're like, they're gonna love it. And I know it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, that is amazing. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like, you know, it comes, like I was telling you earlier, before we recorded, like, I feel like this all just comes from the heart from you. You know, like you're doing this out of so much love. And I think that people can really feel that when they receive what you've made for them and just for you to have this type of business it just comes from love and and understanding 
Yeah. And that's really what's helped me keep going because it's such a, it's a new concept for people. And so it's been slow to get out there Mm -hmm. and it can be really disappointing or frustrating when you're not seeing the growth that you're hoping to have for your new business. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that has just kept me going is like, I know, I know how great this is and I believe in it with all of my heart. And so Mm -hmm. I just follow that because I think if you have that sort of foundational belief in what you're doing, then you can't go wrong. Like you can just keep following that and ignore the negative self-talk or whatever you're hearing Mm -hmm. yourself, you know, criticize yourself, but you can let go of that a little and just follow what you know is right in your heart. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the entrepreneur spark in you too, right? Like you're like a little bit of Oh, that is uh, so incredible. And were there any, anything, was there anything you weren't expecting from this journey once you started? Because you had the idea and then what weren't you expecting once it started rolling? I think, well, for one, I didn't expect how many ups and downs there are when you start a business. <laughs> like I said, uh, it's very emotionally taxing and it almost feels like the success of your business is tied to your success as a person or like your value as a person. And mm-hmm. so being able to separate those out and and understanding that the ups and downs and the stress of trying to launch something new is normal and that there will be just as many ups as there are downs and just as many solutions as there are challenges. Mm -hmm. And so that was definitely something that I hadn't quite anticipated. I think if you had told me that that would happen, I would be like, yeah, of course that'll happen. But Mm -hmm. the actual experience of it is very different. (laughs) Um, And I guess the other thing that I hadn't expected is how one thing slowly leads to something else. And if you're open to it and you kind of find follow these like breadcrumbs, I, I've heard someone else describe it as breadcrumbs mm-hmm. from the universe. Like if you just are open and follow them, then it leads you down some really amazing paths. And like, I've met some amazing people from just following opportunities as they arise. Um, I think someone reached out to me through email and said, I saw your business in a newsletter from this like organization that's international. And I said, oh, wow, I didn't even know about this organization. So that led me to look at the organization's website. And I reached out to a contact person from there who then had a Zoom call with me. And I talked to her about what I'm doing. And then she invited me to join a webinar. And so I went on to the webinar and I talked a little bit about what I'm doing. And then from there, people reached out to me who were interested in what I was doing. And so it's sort of like one little thing kind of just leads to another. And so like that led to um, somebody else asking me if I would go on one of her, she hosts these events and they're called show and tales. They're really, really fun. I would very much encourage people to follow her (laughs) and it's almost like an adult show and tell and you get to bring an object and explain what it means to you and the story behind it. And that was super fun. And so I just did that. And then from there, somebody else reached out to me who was on that call. And so it just all weaves together and has, has been really interesting because I'm a very shy person. I don't, I'm not always comfortable putting myself out there, but if you just follow each little tiny thing that comes up and see where it brings you, I think you'll be really surprised to see the amount of things that it it creates for you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because you never know where this journey is really going to take you. And I think that's one of the big themes we've heard on uh, on this podcast, just interviewing mm-hmm. people. It's like I started here and then it took me here and I had no idea. And when you look back, you're like, oh, my goodness. Like, And it's all connected in this strange way. Uh, one of the other things I hadn't expected is that I... So I started my business and as part of my website, I wanted to have a blog and I've always liked to write. And so I thought, okay, well, I'll start a blog for my website and I started writing and then I really fell in love with the writing process. And then I happened to see an advertisement for a memoir course with an author that I really, really love. Mm -hmm. And so I signed up for the memoir course, which is something I never would have done before. And then I've since now written an entire first draft of a memoir and I am working on the editing and then hopefully going for publication. But like, that's a journey that I never would have taken had I not started the website. And, and then at some point I, um, I came across something about podcasting. And so then I was like, okay, let's follow that. And so I started my own podcast also. So I think, yeah, you just have to, you don't know where you're going always, which can be unnerving for people because you're just along for the ride. And (laughs) I think, but it's fun too. You get to see all the new things that you'll, you'll create. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I I love that you touched on this as well, because a lot of listeners are like scared to take that first step or they're like, I don't know what, what to do next. It's like, you're not supposed to know. (laughs) Exactly. And I understand how uncomfortable that is. Mm -hmm. And it's terrifying to start. I remember how scared I was just to like announce to to social media even just that I'm doing this thing and especially it has to do with grief and like that's an awkward topic and you know I worried what were what are people gonna think and are people gonna think I'm like wallowing in grief over here or self-pity and like that's why I'm doing this or I want attention um but yeah you really have to work on putting the negative thoughts out of your mind and focusing on what you envision and Mm -hmm. then you know, following all those little tiny, tiny clues as to where it is you're supposed to go with it. Oh, absolutely. Because if you let that self-talk just bring you down, you're never going to get anything done. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Insane. And it's as scary as it is to put yourself out there. It's it's kind of a big thing. If you have a business, (laughs) you kind of do have to um, show your face and whatnot. And I remember like, when I first uh, put my first Instagram post about my business, I was like, oh my God, I'm just I'm gonna like, as my heart was racing, I was like, I want to hide, like, please no one see this. Like... <laughs> yes, I can relate to that completely. <laughs> right? And it's like, well, you have to get out of that. And the more you do it, the less scary it is. And then you realize, mm-hmm. oh, this is not bad at all, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, what do you think are are some of the core things that got you to where you are today? Because uh, your website is amazing, by the way. Everyone, the, uh-huh. every, check it out. I was like, this is beautiful. Um, I'll have the link in the show notes. But um, yeah, what were the core things that got you here? Because you are expanding. Yeah, thank you so much. I I would say the number one core thing that got me here is just consistency and not giving up. It there are times when it feels like you're going absolutely nowhere. And I I assume that this is true for most entrepreneurs, though I can only speak from my experience, but I would say 
just knowing that like every little thing you're doing is getting you a tiny bit closer to where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And I heard someone described it to me as imagine you have a a big empty bucket in front of you and you want to fill the bucket up. And every day, all you have is a little tiny pebble, but you put it into the bucket. Eventually, the bucket will fill up and it's just going to be a slow process. But if you stop putting the pebbles in, it will never fill. And so every day I've just been dropping a pebble in the bucket and Mm -hmm. it can be something tiny. It can be, you know, all I can get out today is a social media post or all I can do today is... Um, you know, start one of my blog posts, even though if I can't finish it, I'll just start something. Um, and just those little teeny things add up really quickly. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, like I mentioned before, is just follow the opportunities that arise because there's so much there. And mm-hmm. if I ignored some of those things, I, I don't know where I'd be today. So just pay attention, pay attention to the people who are popping up and interested in what you're doing and engage with them and see where it brings you. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And I, oh, I agree with that so much. I'm like, I found you. I don't know how I found you, Amanda, but we found each other. Like, <laughs> Right? Yes. That's happened with so many people now. And I think it's amazing just to think about like all of the connections I've made all over the world now. And it's so amazing to think I didn't know any of these people two years ago and just through whatever I'm doing, you just, you find other humans who are interested in similar things and it's amazing. Yeah. And then those relationships, it's just like, this is incredible. Cause now I know people in like certain fields are doing things that kind of connect with what you're doing. And it's like, Whoa, I have a, I have a network now. almost. like, this is really cool. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild to think about when you really stop and look at all the people you're connected to now that you weren't before you started all of this. Yeah. Oh, it's such a fun journey. I'm like, I, I've never had this many friends. Like, <laughs> exactly. I, I was not popular, like in school. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes it's really cool. And it's like, well, they're all online, but hey, they're still there. Okay. Like, Oh, absolutely. I think it definitely counts even with Mm -hmm. things being online. I mean, that's the world we live in now, but I think we're really fortunate because we can make those connections from such far distances because of the internet. So I think it it can definitely be a challenge, but it's also a blessing. Oh, for sure. And like you said, this whole, the relationships, you won't even know where they'll take you or maybe they needed to collaborate with something and then that's how your mm-hmm. business is growing too. But I want to go back to the example you gave because I've never heard it being put so just so well described, like the pebbles in a bucket. Like that is awesome. I'm going to keep telling myself that. Now. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. It was really helpful to me. I, I think about it often. Like what pebble did I drop in the bucket today? And the, the point of saying a pebble is because it can be so small. It can be like the tiniest thing, but as long as you're doing one little thing, you're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like we get so cut up in our head sometimes that we don't realize how far we've come, that we don't realize that we're still moving forward. Cause you say we can feel really stuck sometimes. So mm-hmm. I think just that reminder, like, well, if you look back five years, were you even doing this five years ago? Right. Right. So I think giving, you know, giving yourself the credit that you deserve for for putting something, for creating something out of nothing. 
Like yes. that's impressive. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think we give ourselves enough credit. Mm-hmm. We're our harshest critics, right? Our own worst critic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we need to be a little nicer to, to us. Mm-hmm. That's a really great reminder. But going into that, are there any um habits you have or any rituals to keep your mindset on track? So it's so funny because I think this is a really common question for people who are entrepreneurs or in business. And I just want to tell any listener out there, if you are type B, like me, it's okay. (laughs) Because I think that is definitely a type A thing where like you need your habits and you need your rituals and you're very organized. And that's what helps you succeed. I am definitely a type B personality where like, I'm super unorganized. My desk is covered in like these little notes to myself, but then I lose all the notes. And (laughs) I don't know how I get anything done. But Mm -hmm really the only like habit I can say I have is that I'm doing something all the time to to move this forward right Mm -hmm. so it's not what what Instagram may portray as someone who is starting a business and like has their vision board next to them and has you know everything color-coded and ready to go uh but yeah you can be a creative person and you can be a type b personality and you can still Um, move yourself forward and I think the biggest biggest thing is believing in yourself and um, consistency oh I love that so much because you're right not everyone fits into this mold (laughs) yeah and sometimes I'm surprised that I can move things forward without because I look at type a personalities and I think I wish I could be that way I have a friend (laughs) I have a friend who can make an Excel spreadsheet for absolutely anything. And she does. She'll make them for everything. And she's so organized and analytical. And I'm like the polar opposite of that. But, you know, you just got to make it work your own way. No, of course. You have to do what works for you. You know, probably if you try to make an Excel sheet, you'd like, oh, my God, I hate this. (laughs) I give up. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. So to all the listeners, Amanda is your example. If you are in that B section, if she can do it, so can you. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Along that lines, I also, I think I follow my, I don't know if I would call it my intuition, but Mm -hmm. I'll sort of sit down for the day and I don't always have like an ironclad plan for what I'm going to do that day. But I kind of follow like where my interests are that day. Like if I'm feeling creative, then I'll lean into creating a new template or focusing on design that day. But then another day, you know, my interest or my energy is sort of somewhere else. And so I kind of just follow that. I do keep like a little list of things that have to get done so that I so that I am being productive with those things. But I also try to just follow whatever is feeling the most interesting to me because I want this process because I'm working full-time also I don't want this to feel bad or like too much work I want this to feel fun and exciting and something that I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. no and that's a really good point too because if you're going to be building a business do you want to build something where you're just miserable and just stressed out all the time and whatnot so the fact that you're like you're going with the flow, you're doing what feels right for you that day. And you know, you're still growing. Yeah, having fun. And I think that needs to be intentional, you have to 
intentionally say, I'm going to have fun in my business. Yes. That's the goal, right? <laughs> that is definitely the goal. Oh, yeah. And I think you're doing a great job because you're, you're radiating. I know people can't <laughs> see you, but she is glowing, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing is because I enjoy it so much. And I just, I just know deep down that despite any doubts that I have raised and that come up in my mind, like, I just know that this is the right thing. And mm -hmm. you can feel it when you're doing what you're meant to be doing. Oh, yes. It just really aligns with, with your soul and with your values and everything like that. And like I said at the beginning, like it really comes from the heart for you. And it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing to witness, right? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Um, well, while we're talking about um, being in business, is there anything you do when you start to feel stuck? Yes. Uh, I... Well, in, in life in general, one of the things I do when I'm feeling really stressed or need a break, I focus on exercise. I think running is an outlet for me. So sometimes I just realize I need to get out for a run. Uh, I also love to read. And so I've been letting myself read more just for pleasure. I, I did go through a phase where I was only reading like self-help books and business books and books that I think are going to help me. Um, but then I realized like you also have to be able to disconnect and allow yourself just to feel pleasure. And so I've also been trying to go back and forth between reading a fiction book just for fun and yeah. then incorporating some of the other books that I think might have a, some sort of benefit to me. And so reading is a big thing. And then the number one thing I think I try to do is if I'm really feeling um, like I'm struggling, I'm stuck, I'm frustrated then I have to give myself permission to walk away from it for that day and just be like, I'll try again tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't want to, again, I don't want to force myself to sit in that place of frustration because then it's going to turn the whole thing into something that is not something I want to be doing every day. Mm -hmm. No, that's so true. And I think it's so powerful too, to just step away for a moment. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of us tend to be very stubborn, me included. And it's like, I got to figure it out right now. It's like, yes. you're not going to solve, you're not going to get the solution in that energy. Like, that's how the problem was created in the first place. Like, Yes. And if you just walk away for even if it's just a few hours and do something that brings you more peace, that calms you down, I think you'll come back and you have a whole new outlook on it. And it'll be, you'll be a lot easier to solve once you come back to it later mm -hmm. it's kind of like our version of the reset button like restart the computer no let me just restart myself let me come back <laughs> yes yeah much better than powering through and glitching every two seconds yeah oh my god <laughs> it's like my brain all the time like, <laughs> <laughs> oh but no, those are really good points and I think that um we need to give ourselves the permission to do that more you know, once we're overwhelmed or feeling stuck, it's like, it's okay. Just take a breather and remind that yourself that it's okay to take a breather. Like you don't have to be in a hustle mode 24 seven. You can go for a walk and think right. about it, right? Yes. Oh, I know. I've talked to so many people and they're like, yeah, we were that um, uh, hustle, the hustle culture. Like we were at like yeah. a bunch of honor, like, yeah, I'm hustling. I'm not sleeping. 
deprived of everything <laughs> like like you're right and at some point that's not fun anymore and at some point that's exhausting mm-hmm. and you're gonna burn yourself out so I think taking little breaks along the way will go a long way to you being able to stay in this for the long run mm-hmm. oh absolutely oh my goodness and is there um do you have any advice for those that want to follow in your footsteps create something along the lines Yeah. I mean, my best advice is whatever idea is rattling around in your head and you're afraid to tell people about it, Mm -hmm. start with one person um, that you really trust (laughs) who you think is going (laughs) to cheer you on because it helps to feel like you have someone in your corner. Um, Mm -hmm. But then go for it. I mean, I think we all spend so much time worried about what other people think and whether or not something will be a success or not, but you're never going to know if you don't try. And really other people don't care that much about what you're doing. (laughs) And as long as you care, and as long as it's something that you're excited about and, and it means a lot to you, then I say, just try it. I, the last thing I want is to look back at my life and think, gee, I wish I had tried. I wish I had, you know, seen if that would take me anywhere. So try it out and you never know. Oh, beautiful words of wisdom. Absolutely. Just give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. We have the one life. Might as well. Yes, I'm very, you know, and that probably has to go back to the grief and loss and everything, but I'm very much want to live an intentional life and I want to make memories and enjoy my life and try new things and and not just get stuck in this day-to-day grind where you're doing the same thing over and over. But we I've lost a lot of people very suddenly. And so it's a constant reminder that you just don't know how much time you have here and you want to make an impact while you're here and you only have so much time to do it. So don't put things off. I'm also a big, big fan of going on a vacation every year. If you can swing it financially, like Mm -hmm. I think vacations and memories are really important to create with the people that you love. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And just making that time to enjoy like you, your kids to enjoy your family. And yeah, yeah, it does go by so quick. You're like, oh, my God, how have five years gone by? Like, exactly. Oh, no, I think that's such a beautiful reminder. And we do need to do more of that. So many people don't take vacations. Yeah. And a lot of people say, well, you know, I'll go in a couple of years and I've got a lot of work to do. And you know, who's going to cover for me at work or something. And, or, you know, I'm putting all my money into retirement. So I'm going to wait till then. And for Mm -hmm. me, that's, that's a big gamble because we don't know what our health will be like in, you know, 10 years from now. We don't know who around us will be gone by that time. We don't know if we will be gone. So uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely live the, live the life you want right now. Oh, thank you for saying that. That needs to be like a shirt or something. <laughs> Constant <Yeah>. reminder. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Amanda, this has been an amazing conversation. I love everything that you're doing. And I just know that this is gonna explode for you. And you're gonna have to hire like five employees just to catch <laughs> up. Okay. So <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, that's the goal. And I'm just believing that every little thing is getting me closer. Absolutely. Oh, but do let the listeners know where can they go to find out more about you, connect with you or uh, check out the Remember Grams. Yes. Um, So I'm on Facebook and Instagram, both at Remember Grams. And 
there you can find um, on Instagram in my bio is a link to my link tree. And so that will have a link to the podcast. My podcast is called Grief Trails. Mm -hmm. And there's also links to my website and to the shop on the website. And if you want to go directly to the website, it's www.remembergrams.com. Awesome. To everyone listening, all the links will be in the show notes. And thank you so much. Uh, And have a lovely day, you guys. Bye. Today's episode was sponsored by my Create Daily Joy course on Udemy, where you'll learn all the tools in order to create a happier you. And if you need any help with tracking your happiness, then definitely check out my new happiness tracker, which you can use either as a printable or as a digital product on your iPad and or tablet. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave me a review so that other people can also find this podcast. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.